anyway, let's move on up to the NBA right now as Ben Simmons. Okay, let's talk about him. As you look at the bottom of your screen, what do you see? What should be our biggest takeaway after Ben Simmons returned to Philly last night? Zayda, Mike is yours. Um, his um confidence was there. He was attacking. He was willing to to make plays with his teammates. Um, he was willing to um go and dunk the ball. Uh, that was a huge issue. I mean, it was the issue before, but now he's more aggressive. And I think his uh game in Philly, playing in that stature, embracing the fans before the game. He was in the crowd taking pictures, signing autographs. You know, embracing the booze and and playing the way he was playing. That's the Ben Simmons that people fell in love with. That's the Ben Simmons people adored and loved and called him a promising young guy in the league. You know, I think the biggest takeaway was that he he found his confidence. You know, he didn't duck his tail between his legs and and not play um hard, not play gritty, not allow people to get into against his mental and play the way that they wanted him to play. He played the way that Ben Simmons always played, and in Philly, and and it gave, it gave promise to what could come in in Brooklyn if he continues to play in that stature. You know, he was aggressive. He was um finding guys cutting. He was directing traffic, going after rebounds, going after assists. Um, going after steals, playing gritty defense. You know, one particular play in question, he stole the ball and slapped the ball to the other side of the court for uh for a fast break dunk before the halftime, and he always stares down the Philly bench, yelling at them. You know, like I'm here. And, you know, that's something that the fire that we that people were um looking for in Ben Simmons was there last night, and um you know it's a good performance for him. I think you know the Brooklyn Nets have a lot more issues. Like I stated, Brent Simmons wasn't going to be the end-all, be-all. They have too many issues on that defensive side of the floor where guys are being lackadaisical. They're not playing um, 48 minutes of basketball on the defensive end of the floor. They're taking plays off, and that's something that Brooklyn cannot, um, unfortunately, um, do. They, they don't have the, the the luxury to take off on defense because they need all 48 minutes, all guys to be on the floor playing hard all the time because if not, guys are going to score on them. It's just that easy in the NBA when you don't have a, an, uh, an elite-level center because Nicholas Klassen, as well as he is, as good as he is, he's not great. And that's the issue. The Nets need a great rim protector in order to contend in the um, Eastern Conference. So I think for me, biggest takeaway, Ben Simmons did a fantastic job. I would say this before I get into the Ben Simmons side of the ordeal here. I'm not going to lie. I felt robbed last night. I felt robbed as an NBA fan last night because of the matchup and who wasn't playing. And I've been feeling like that for the better part of the last couple of weeks. You know, last week, John Morant, I want to see John Morant and Zion go at it. The Pelicans and the Grizzlies, they played last week. Instead, I got Jose Alvarado and John Morant. Now, no shots at Jose Alvarado. I love what he brings from a defensive standpoint and all that. But I want to see Zion and John Morant. I can't remember the last time I've seen that matchup, right, since they both been drafted. Okay, um, you know, the Warriors and the Pelicans played a couple days ago. Clay was out. Steph was out. Zion, of course, is not there. You know, um, Kawhi Leonard, low management. I'm feeling robbed, right? And it's funny because I'm not confident in the Brooklyn Nets right now because when you look at this game, they won this game last year with James Harden and Joel Embiid. They went into Philly, won that game. Ben Simmons didn't even play. He was on the bench. They played James Harden and Joel Embiid and won this same game. And the fact that they lost the same game without those two guys is very alarming to me. Now, as far as Ben Simmons, I agree. The confidence is the biggest thing when it comes to him and his game, right? That was his biggest problem is the confidence. He always had the skill, right? Obviously, he has his limitations. He has his weaknesses. He has his strengths. Most people do. But it was a confidence to 
apply your strengths and, and make your strengths even more your strengths. And I think that was the biggest thing. And so far, the last couple of games, he's been playing confident. And that's the thing. Before these last couple of games, he was literally not looking at the rim, not looking to score, not looking at anything. And there's other ways you can put the ball through the hoop. You don't have to shoot it. Sky hooks, you know, floaters, turnaround jumpers, different things. You can do a lot of different things to get the ball in the basket to get your points. You don't have to shoot the rock. You don't have to shoot from three. You can do a whole lot of things, spinning hooks, all that, etc. Now, I do think under Jack Vaughn, they it's give and take how they look under him. I think the ball movement has been better. Part of that, obviously, could be Ben Simmons being on the floor and how he pushes the pace and transition. But also the shooting has been a little bit better. Let's look at um Steph, Seth Curry's and Joe Harris's numbers. Combined, they were 29% under Steve Nash. Under Jack Vaughn, they're 39%. So they're shooting better. So there's give and takes about what they can be. They can score the basketball. The ball movement, like I said, previously stated, has gotten better. But defensively, they're still a liability. They can't go to fly. They can't go to beat. They can't go at anything. And also, rim protection is a big thing. With Nicholas Claxton, it's good and bad. They lead the league and block shots. So they're doing something right. He's doing something right, right? But at the same time, we all know that against Embiid, he doesn't stand a shot. Against um, Jokic, he doesn't stand a shot. Against any big. Even Montez Howell dominated the boards in the low amount of minutes he played in this game. Okay, so... That's how I look at the Nets. But as far as Ben Simmons in particular, I like the fact that I'm seeing the confidence coming back. And I think if he can continue to be confident that the Nets could be a middle of the pack team in the NBA at best for right now. You know, I think the biggest thing about Ben Simmons was um, that people reported was that he's afraid to shoot free throws. He's afraid to be at the line and stuff like that. I didn't see that in Philly. You know, he was aggressive. He attacked. He um, he wanted the ball in his hands. I, I saw and um, that's something that's important, and hopefully he takes that with him for the duration of the season because his Nets team needs it. You know, I think Kyrie and KD, as as good as they are, I think they're um they're starting to get low on gas. You know, that you see they're slowing down little by little. Uh, Kevin Durant talking about in a press conference that um he's not able to just shoot threes open wide open. I'm not getting open shots, so you know that means that somebody needs to take home. It can't be Kyrie because Kyrie's another person who takes tough shots. So we need some. They need somebody to um, alleviate that pain of just scoring the basketball, being aggressive. And uh, if Ben Simmons could just do that for a first half, right, he doesn't have to be aggressive for a full game. If he could take which whatever half, whether the first or second half, where he's fully aggressive, he's attacking, he's trying to put points on the board, it alleviates pain for KD and Kyrie because a coach cannot plan for Ben Simmons um, going off on a nightly basis. You know, he'd rather get a first half or a second half. It doesn't have to be a full 40 minutes of Ben Simmons going crazy, getting 40 points. But if he could go in spurts of just trying to go after like 10, 11 shot attempts and when the first or second half, that's all it takes for KD and Kyrie to get open because the coach are going to adjust to um, them getting um, open. Um, ben Simmons driving in the paint so much than KD and Kyrie getting open. And you have shooters on the floor. So you do have the ecosystem to kind of optimize and maximize his limitations. You even have this kid. Um, Quantanave out here shooting. You know what I'm saying? You even had that kid out there. But I think for Kyrie Irving in particular, if he can just give you something more off ball, because I thought in there were sequences in the game where he was actually scoring off ball. If he can make plays off ball, then the Nets will be even more offensively gifted, I would say. <laughs>